On this week's episode of Therapy Controller Podcast, I'm not on it. It's the Beto and Joe Show. They bring you all the hot-hitting news, information that you want to know, and some special twists and turns. So sit back, relax, and have a good time. Beto Esparza. I'm here with Joe Ramirez, and uh, we are Jesse List today. He um something about a circumcision, something like that. Like he has to get another circumcision. I think he said he said something about I'm not I'm not circumcised. The first one didn't work. Or something? Yeah, it was like he got it when he was a kid, and the skin grew back, and then well, he, he it, this wasn't uh, like the doctor said he didn't need it. He wanted it. Is that what it was? Oh, okay. I think that's I just, what it was. I just thought it was weird you got to get... I didn't know you got multiple circumcisions. I think he wanted like the double mushroom thingy, I think. Like kind of like... Split it in half? He wants it <gasps> basically ribbed oh, no. for his, his pleasure. pleasure? <laughs> that's what I'm thinking. So you, well, how, you, how you describe it, it, I feel like it's... Um, when you know when you microwave a hot dog? Mm-hmm. Is that what it looks like? I guess so. Double circumcision? Probably. Yeah. Well, that's why he's gone this yeah. weekend. So he's recovering. Jesse, uh, let's pray for him or <laughs> send positive thoughts, make a sandwich or something for him. Or something. I don't know. Or dot. Or you don't have to. I mean, whatever. No, you mean, yeah. Just, I mean, we don't want to force you. Yeah. Just know that his penis looks all fucked up now. Yeah. Or even more fucked it's up. Mangled. Yeah. Um. Well, yeah. You want to just get it, get it going? Yeah, let's do this. Joe. Hey. Suffer. Hey. Um, not much. I, I I've been playing uh, been playing Madden. Mm-hmm. That's pretty much what I've been playing. Yeah. Uh, I got Ninja Turtles. I got the Turtles game. You oh, guys yeah. need to get that shit. I got it for twenty bucks. Yeah. So I'm stoked to get that stuff. I don't want to, but I'm not gonna touch it until you guys get it because I want us to play through this. I think it'd be fun. Um, but play my Madden games. Um, there's controversy going on in the league right now. Mm-hmm. Our commissioner moved the league forward. Uh, he skipped a week, so. I now have an L, and I went from having possibly a going really good record to like a whatever an record. okay record. <laughs> I mean, you know, eleven and five is still pretty good. Yeah, but but I mean, I'm in the hunt. I got the last playoff spot, so this is fucking it's a serious business right now. Mm-hmm. So uh, I'm getting better though. I feel like I'm yeah. getting really yeah. It's weird. It's like it never seems to fail. Whenever there's like a like if the NFL season is going on, and like I have Madden, uh, I'm always like yeah, I'm not that into it. And then once the season ends, I'm like. Yeah, I'm really into Madden now. Yeah. And then it's the same thing with, what used to be the same thing with FIFA, where it was like, well, the premier champion, like the leagues were going on. Well, I mean, there's so many leagues going on at different times. Yeah. But like, like, let's say like the premier league was done. Mm-hmm. Like for a while I would follow it, and, and, but I wasn't playing FIFA and then it would be over and I'm like, yeah, I'm going to do this career thing with the, with, you know, and just yeah. start playing it. So it's kind of like that with Madden right now. I'm really, really into it right now. I'm, I fucking, I've been playing it a lot. I've been playing a lot of the, the ultimate team stuff. Oh, really? 
Yeah, and just it's confusing though. I'm I'm getting to a point now where I'm just really confused. I'm not sure. Like, there's so much stuff to do. Like, I don't understand. There isn't like a. I wish there was like a guide. Like, hey, go here if you want to yeah. do this or do that. But um, like, there's add-ons to your characters. You could upgrade them, but it's kind of weird. It's upgrades. very confusing. Yeah, it's yeah. really confusing in how it's done. And then again, it's all groomed. It's all groomed towards like microtransactions. Yeah, free to buy. So you can definitely upgrade your team. You know, without paying and like upgrade players without playing. But yeah. there's always that push in the end. Like, hey, spend some money. Yeah. Um, that's I mean uh, MLB the show is is like that but it's very basic like your cards there's more say you got um let's see Cody Bellinger mm-hmm. he's a he was MVP of uh, MLB last year he there there would be like a his normal regular like season card or maybe like a card from like a couple years ago and then there would be like an MVP card that's that's the one that you want the signature series card and that's the the one with like all the all star attributes and like that's how they have theirs there's no like um, upgrades or anything okay. So that's that's what makes it more simple to play for me than the ultimate team. Yeah. No. Yeah. Like, cause there's so many options, so many different things you can do in the ultimate team, that it just gets very confusing. But even just like the quest, like, and then there's certain things that are only there for a limited time. So I don't really know. Yeah. Like the seasonal to, stuff, it's kind of weird. Yeah. And then like sometimes you can find like there's there's certain cards that you can get. You'll get a dope card, and then you'll realize that the traits like the the traits that the player has are unupgradable. You can only upgrade certain things yeah, about that's... that. And those are like, to me, those are worthless because I want, like, I'm always on the hunt for cards that I can upgrade and make certain, like, players up to, like, a, you know, I want a 90 level, you know, I want to max out my team. Yeah. So it's hard to do that. I know that's unrealistic in a lot of ways, and I get that, but still, there's no real good, like, I don't know, I don't feel like there's a really good tutorial on it. Yeah. Um, But, no, I've been playing, I've been just, just kicking ass kind of, man. Like, my last game that I played, I was, uh, it was, it was really interesting. It was like, uh, I'm, I've got Carolina, I'm the Panthers for my season, and um, I kind of started the season. I didn't get to play the first few games. It was really busy, but I jumped on when my team was three and three, and uh, I've only lost a game since I took, got back on and started mm-hmm. playing. So I was, I was seven and four until the, the, they skipped a week and it, it gave me an L, which sucked. Uh, I've already complained to our commissioner. <laughs> you uh, replied? Yeah, Beto, Beto, you've gotten the, like more luck than anyone. Like you, yeah. for all these games that you missed, you keep winning. In the first half of the season, I did not play anything. I was like uh, three, four, and one maybe. <laughs> and then after that, I've only lost like one, like on my own. Yeah. Like I, it was my fault, like because of me, I lost. Uh, but the rest of the games, like I either won them or the computer, or the computer <laughs> sim. Oh like I, I got to win through the sim. But um, yeah. So like uh. I, I just yeah it's it's just interesting like sometimes I'll play a game like I played the Saints and man I couldn't do anything mm-hmm. and it isn't like other seasons or like other times like I've always, I've got a, like a, a tendency to like I can drive the ball down the field but then I have a hard time just getting it in the end zone yeah you get inside of the ten it's so hard <laughs> yeah well you know and I'm starting to realize there's certain things that you got there's certain ways you you gotta just your play selection has to change yeah there's certain plays that are good and certain plays that are that aren't great um but like. In this game, it wasn't even that. Like, I was going for and out. Like, I couldn't. Really? Like, yeah, I couldn't even. Yeah. The covering, like, the their their secondary was really good. And just on my guys, I really had no one open. So yeah. I, I just was like, man, what the fuck am I doing here? So I couldn't even get in. Like, it wasn't even frustrating in a way. I was just like, part of me was just like. But, like, and I was doing a really good job of stopping them, too. And then I just, like, in the second half, finally, I was just like. One thing I've been noticing, like, like I have Cam Newton. Mm-hmm. He's not the fastest quarterback, but he was kind of like the guy, you know, mobile, he's like yeah. the guy, a mobile yeah. quarterback, except he's, he's a monster. He's a big yeah, dude. Yeah, he's a big guy. Yeah. So what I hadn't been doing lately was I really wasn't running with him. I was keeping him as basically a pocket quarterback mm-hmm. and focus, like, letting him do his thing and then using, using Christian McCaffrey, who's like probably the best fucking running back in the, in the league today. Yeah. 
and running with him, and it was working. But in this game, I was finally like, I was just like, you know what, fuck it, I'm gonna just throw back, like drop back. I mean, they seemed to, like I just finally just it clicked, and I'm like, you know, they're really just focused on covering my my receivers when I pass. So I'm just gonna run, and then like sure enough, like I ran for like a 30 yard fucking like <laughs> scramble for 30, then yeah. like for 20, and the next thing you know, like I scored a touchdown and won the game. Yeah. And I was like, oh yeah, they just they were like they were so focused, like the game, the computer was so focused on covering my my pass. receivers and not stopping the pass yeah. that they were just they just left it wide open for me to run. Were you passing a lot of your previous games? Because I feel like sometimes it, it does kind of. Yeah, well, I wasn't. That was I think that was the big thing. I yeah. wasn't scrambling with him at all. Oh, okay. So I was I I I, I tend to throw and run evenly i have been a little bit more heavy on the run lately because i've noticed i've gotten a lot of success lately yeah. with like yeah just running the ball and i know i noticed like a, a lot of counter counters work like uh-huh. when you're with your running back when he like pretends like he's gonna go right but he actually goes left that my, shit helps a lot like my, you find holes like real quick my outside runs yeah yeah i, I never run inside it's so hard <laughs> do you do you run inside yeah, I I can't for the. There's certain backs that are really good at it, and then certain backs that aren't. But like, yeah. so McCaffrey's one of those guys. He's so mobile that um, one thing that I've noticed, like, and it also just depends on the line. Yeah. So like with McCaffrey, I tend to my line does a really good job of giving me holes. Yeah. Okay. And then yeah, my line's not that good either. So the other thing I noticed too is like when you're going through that hole too, um, you really got to stop. Like I got to I learned to stop relying on the on the sprint, on the sprint. right away. Because if you sprint right away you just and you get touched, you're yeah. going to get knocked oh, down. Yeah. That's one of the things. But if you let, if you lay off of it, let the hole open, and then follow, and then sprint when you got open mm-hmm. field, then you tend to get those extra yards. Yeah, I you know, too. like, uh, like especially he, like when when the when the, when you first snap the ball, like you got to like give yeah. it time to open up a hole, and then you go through it. Yeah, yeah. and and I mean, it's not it's not doesn't take that long, but it's like real quick. You just gotta yeah, you gotta just look for it, it and kind of yeah. And then sometimes what you'll do too is like like especially on an outside run or on a toss, you start like I'll just. I'll hold it and then like I'll wait and then even if I miss a block one of my block guys miss a block and I see that that uh, that player coming to me then I turn it on and a lot of times with him I'll beat them oh yeah on that angle so I'm not really yeah. worried but as, as opposed to if you just hit that button right off the bat you're like Mm-mm. you're not gonna get anything yeah but that's you, taking you can't me a long the corners time. either because you're running so fast yeah and it's and sometimes you just gotta know like you know you, you have to accept sometimes like yeah you're not gonna get 20 yards of run yeah. you know like sometimes like I'll go on on that toss and I'm like fuck I'm not gonna get a lot but then you just keep playing that outside, playing that outside, and then you get like five yards, and you're like, hey, five yards is five yards. Yeah. Get three and a half that's... yards each play if I can get a first yeah. down on the Yeah, you put yourself down. at three and third and one. That's a oh, good spot to be oh, yeah. in, you know? Um, yeah, so yeah, just played that, and, you know, just been having a lot of fun with Madden. Just, I didn't fucking think I'd get to that point where I would play that much. So, right there, since he he's in control of that, he could force the loss, too. Like, even if. Certain you, ways. So, even if you're not playing the rival, they're playing somebody else, he could force that loss. For I them? think he can force other teams' oh, losses. Oh, wow. That's fucking cool. I didn't yeah, realize he, that. He like, has a lot of yeah. options. I don't know all the options, yeah. but I know he can force. He can also give, in certain situations, he can give you a win. Yeah. But I'm not sure how. He yeah. said there's certain ways he can and can't. Hmm. So, yeah, it's it's pretty cool that way he can do it. Um, but yeah, no, no, that's pretty much been it for me, Beto. What's up with you? Uh, same thing. Played, um, I feel like just this, uh, <laughs> this episode is sponsored by Madden, in case you didn't know. EA. EA Sports. Hey, you know what? We have to listen to Jesse bitch and fu- We have to listen to Jesse fucking gush yeah, over Final Fantasy there's, there's all no the time. There's no Final Fantasy So you know what? This. Fucking, yeah. We don't have, this not, actually, this is turn-based, uh, combat. Yeah. <laughs> it is. <laughs> Everything's an RPG. Sure. It is, really. I mean, there are, it's, there are stats. Uh-huh. And you can upgrade your, yeah. oh my God. Fuck. They're the same game. It is. Madden is Final Fantasy. <laughs> Shit. 
But, uh, Except yes. it doesn't suck. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, to a lot of people, it does suck, but whatever. No, it doesn't. They're fuck, losers. Fuck those people. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking nerds, as we talk mm-hmm. about video games. <clears throat> um, same thing. I played uh, some Madden. Um, and guess what? Remember when I told you my running back would always get hurt? Yeah. Uh, he got hurt again. <laughs> Ruptured disc, out eight weeks. Oh, shit. Yeah. Ow. It's, he's an old man rupturing your disc. What the fuck is that? You well, lifting, how old is he in lift, the game now? He's like, I don't know. I really don't know. Okay. I mean, it's it's 2020 season, so or 2021. Oh, oh so he's not that. He's not that. He's old, not yeah. that old. Yeah, he's like a year older than than now. I got my my car. He's like 25 right yeah, now. Yeah. Because remember, he's this is only like his third year in the league. So I'm like, yeah. he's fucking. He's so that good. fucking asshole got hurt. Now I got my lead. My, my 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 starting my top one of my top receivers. I don't think it's my my number one one, but he got hurt too. Yeah. He tore his. Uh, abdomen so uh, i was like fuck he's gonna be out forever but yeah. then it just said like five weeks and i'm yeah, like yeah see for me my i don't have a lot of good running backs as backups backup running backs but my receivers i got really good backup receivers so if they get hurt it might get sucks but like i still got somebody that's pretty good yeah um yeah but i played that i played two games i won both uh i beat i think it was the seattle seahawks that i played that give me a rough, rough, rough time because they're like they're at the i think they're in second place in the division i'm first place and then I played the Vikings, where that are they have a terrible record, and I barely won, thirty-seven to thirty-one. Yeah, and because uh, we were going back and forth. Well, no, you know what? No, it wasn't even that. I was winning by like fourteen points, and I just got lazy, and I, they started ca- catching up, and I ended up going to overtime because of that, and then I beat them thirty-seven to thirty-one. Oh shit! But yeah, so it was it was fucking scary. <laughs> um, I played that, and. Uh, I got back into Animal Crossing, hmm. uh, New Leaf. Uh, I mean, I'm not really doing anything. I'm just like finding fossils. I'll play like 20 minutes a day. Gotcha. It's fucking fun. Like, just I don't want to play it too much because yeah, the new one's. Gonna I don't want to spoil it for myself for the new one. But it's still, dude, it's still a fun game. Yeah. Just find, finding fossils, like either that, donating them to the museum or selling them, and then that's it. That was my first. Uh, my first. Entry into Animal Crossing period. I oh, really? We had the 3DS one. Yeah. And the, I remember, like, every day I was on it doing stuff. And I was like, <laughs> it was just a lot of fun. Yeah. It was really cool. You know what You know what sold me? Because I got it from the GameCube. Jesse bought it. You know what's, what made me fucking want to buy it? What? You know when you run, you're, like, doing a sprint, and you stop all of a sudden, he goes, Arr! and he stops. I was I like, I'm buying that game because <laughs> of that. <laughs> I bought it because of that. Um... Yeah, I played that, and I started playing the Warriors again. I don't know why. I just like I saw it because I got a external hard drive for my for my PS4. Mm-hmm. And I plugged it in. And I just downloaded a bunch of games, and I saw that. I was like, I haven't played that in a while, and I started playing it. It's fucking dope. It's still a lot of fun. Like the controllers aren't great, but um, the because like when you run, like it's pressure sensitive, so you push forward. Like all the all the GTA games are pressure sensitive. Like you push it forward, it walks slow. But it's like well, that's it's pressure sensitive in an era where that stuff, that technology wasn't, wasn't really around yeah. yet. So I, I, I can yeah. get how it's like it doesn't feel that. So good. I'm trying to just get to one like in between a doorway, and I'm I just hit forward like a little too hard, and they just like I miss because he's going so fast. Did that game sell well at the time? I don't know. It'd be so cool if they were to remake that or redo something. I was with thinking that. like I would love for like a, a Kiwami kind of like I mean not not saying Kiwami like fucking Sega make it, but I would love for them to like remake it with like updated graphics like controllers. Um, because it's like really, I mean, it's kind of like thinking back how like Kiwami is, it's really similar, like a beat em up style. Yeah. 
It's fucking fun, dude. I would love for like a new. Uh, oh, that movie is one of my fucking favorite movies. Yeah, like one of the older. Like it's just to me, it's a classic. Yeah, I've been wanting to watch that for. I, I, I boxed up all my DVDs, but that's one I I I've been wanting to watch. Mm-hmm. Haven't seen it in a while. I played that, and then I started watching a show on on uh, YouTube called The Earliest Show. Have you heard of that? Mm. It's with, um, with mm. Ben Schwartz, mm. Ben Schwartz and Lauren Lapkus. It's just an early show. Like those morning type yeah. of shows, and uh, they Ben Schwartz is in it with Lauren Lapkus, and all of it is like not all of it, but most of it is improvised. Mm-hmm. It's fucking funny. There's uh the first episode is just they're like all super high energy. Like for the morning, it's kind of weird, you know how like they all do it. Yeah. So they he invites his girlfriend over, he proposes to her, she says no, and then the rest of the episodes is him going through like the depression of like it, <laughs> <laughs> of like why would she leave and all this yeah. stuff. I mean that's not the only thing. But that's like kind of like the main the main story. Yeah. And then everything else is improvised. It's a fu- it's a really funny show. It's like back from like 2016. Oh, okay. And I like started rewatching it again. I haven't seen it in forever. But uh, that's that's I mean, I I like Revenge Wars so. But it has got a lot of funny guests too. It's got a uh, Thomas Middleditch. He's in mm-hmm. one of the episodes. That guy's like his imp- his improvising is really funny. But uh, I'm like I'm not really selling it very well. But but it's just it's. For some reason, Tom, Tom, I used I liked Thomas Middleditch when he first was like in the beginning, and uh, I just I don't care for him as much. Really? Yeah, I still like him because he's on a every once in a while he'd be on a comedy Bang Bang, mm-hmm. and then like his him, and then Ben Schwartz every once in a while be on there. But when he's on it by himself too, he's fucking really funny. Mm-hmm. Just like really good improviser. Um, but yeah, check it out. It's a really funny show. It's a it's on a through Funny or Die. They did okay. they they funded it with Captain Crunch. Like I, I thought it was a joke at first, but actually, like the the uh, they were one of the sponsors. Oh, really? The, the main sponsor, yeah. <laughs> so then like, every once in a while, like, oh, here we go to the social media wall, brought to you by Crap and Crunch. <laughs> and I just like, that's weird, but they actually did fund it, or at least sponsor it for a bit. But yeah, that's all I did. Um, and uh, what does Jesse say? He goes. Uh, I think he does. Uh, so uh, oh, we'll, well, that's that's. Well. We'll be right back we'll be after a bit. Hold on. Uh, we'll be right back after uh, this break from your local sponsor. M- M- we're going to so. play. We'll be back. We'll listen to this music really quick for a little bit. Yeah, there you go. That's we'll fine. be back with news. PC News with your hosts, Robert Esparza and Joe Ramirez. The Last of Us TV show is in the works at HBO. Mm. Mm-hmm. Interesting. And the Wonderful 101 remastered Kickstarter passes $2 million, adds more stretch goals. Cool. Yeah, all right. And uh, the, a Nintendo PlayStation console sold for $360,000. Overpriced. That's a lot of lettuce. All right, that was it. 
for news. Thank you. All news and articles are from publications like IGN, Gotaku, Destructoid, and Gadget, GameSpot, and Polygon. Thank you for listening to 3PC News. We'll be back after the break. quick that's we've done 20 minutes huh? <laughs> we've done 20 minutes we, we, we should actually really, we could probably talk about the wonderful 101 stuff because that's actually pretty cool no you want to well we actually no because we already talked about it mm-hmm. we already brought it up that's why I was like whatever yeah, like yeah, we, yeah, no no we're good you want to talk about the last of us thing I guess we're good we get that we just elaborate on that <coughs> so the last of us um, they're making a mini series through HBO from the creators of what, Joe? Chernobyl. Oh, that's what it was. Yeah, I forgot, yeah. I forgot, <laughs> I forgot about that. Yeah, so the that creators- sounds really, really cool. Mm-hmm. And here's the thing: The Last of Us was a very depressing game. Yeah. And the the creators of Chernobyl uh-huh. uh, made a very depressing, but. Albeit very good miniseries. Did you watch it yet? No, I don't have HBO anymore. Oh, okay. I'm not an HBO anymore. Uh, I actually, I only have a couple of weeks left. I canceled my AT&T, my Now stuff, so I only have HBO for a bit. I'll probably get it again. Like down Later. I mean, it's, it's barely good. I'll wait for something else really good again. Like, yeah. It's going to come out. When I Entourage t- comes back, <laughs> that's when I... <laughs> I mean, I, all I need to finish is The Outsiders. And Entourage. And then, uh, did you ever finish watching Entourage? Uh, I kind of did, but I... Did you ever watch the movie? No, I didn't want it. it just I used to be stupid. obsessed with that show, but it's a fucking shitty show. You and your brother, your brother still liked it. Like, yeah. I mean, Tony's Tony wasn't like at the end. Tony was even like, like I remember Tony being like, "I'm not a hardcore fan." Yeah, but it's still okay. Mm-hmm. You were the one like you turned on it. You just soured like it was bad. But it, like, it really at least Tony it. had like a moderate take yeah. on it. Where Tony was like, "Hey, it's still okay. It's still funny at times." I have a, a couple buddies that still are like hardcore fucking yeah. love it, and I'm like, they're like, "Oh," and I'm like, I like to kind of make fun of them because it's just like. Yeah, it's like it's not that good anymore. Yeah, like the early season stuff is still kind of good. Yeah, but like, yeah, towards the end, it just got too big for its own. Like, it just oh, there's yeah. only so much you could do. Mm-hmm. Um, no, but like last, like the Last of Us. Here's the thing. Here's how I feel about that, and it's how I feel about the the, the sequel coming up. It's very depressing. It's mm-hmm. a very. It's not a hard. It's very just. I don't really feel like I'm in a place where I want to play through anything like that again. Yeah. Nor do I really care about watching, like, and that's the thing. With games and certain things, like, I was stoked for The Walking Dead when the series came out, you know? Because it was like, oh, I like zombies. It's very, you know, I remember reading some of the comics. The book was great. So it was like, yeah, I was like, fuck, this is going to be cool. It is very depressing. Mm-hmm. And, like, by the fourth or fifth season, I was already like, all right, I've had my, I, I've had my share. For me, season two, when they were looking for the little girl. That was, that was... Yeah, they stretched okay. that season out way too long. Like it felt like they didn't know what they were. Yeah, what they what they could do with it. And then like the the, the thought of going doing a Last of Us series. Like I hope it's just a one season thing. Yeah, just that, like maybe just tell that first story of the, the first studio. Like right now I'm watching The Outsider. Yeah, uh, it's a Stephen King story and everything. It's really good. It's uh, tomorrow's the last episode. Oh really? And that's it. There won't be seasons. This is going to end it. This is yeah, the see, story. I, I would love to I see like more that. shows like that. Yeah. You know? So maybe if The Last of Us pulls something like that, great. But like, I already know the story. Yeah. I don't really care I mean, about pre- re-going through that story again. I, I guess in a way, like, it's, you know, yeah. I thought the game did it well. I'm sure it'll be cool with characters. Yeah. With those characters. I really hope they get uh, 
Ellen Page to play. <laughs> but no, I've seen um, all the casting stuff. Like people are like, "Oh, dream ca- dream type like uh, casting," and it's every fucking white guy with the beard that you've ever seen. Like fucking, like that dude that played uh, Jamie Lannister. Just put just Josh Brolin there. Exactly. Oh my god, that'd be fucking. I'd watch dope. it if Josh Brolin yeah. was fucking there. Would, if that was if it was him. No, like since they announced this, I was just like, you know, what? it actually makes me want to play this, play the play through the game just so I could watch the show. Like I, I, I don't Did you ever play through it? No, I never finished it because it got it got annoying. I, 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 I was taken out of it because the clicker thing. The clicker, there, it wasn't, it wasn't that. It's when you're moving around the clickers and then your companions are like fucking. Yeah, and then they're they like, don't you're supposed to be sneaking around. You lose but they're that. moving around like fucking idiots. They were knocking trash cans over. It just the game was. I, I thought it was a good game. Um, Still to this day, one of the Joe best. Naughty Dog only makes great games. Yeah, still one of the best intros to any like game. That first oh, yeah. 15, that 20 really minutes of that game are just are fucking like a master class in like sucking you into the into the uh, atmosphere of the game. Um, it was a good game. I just I remember being done with it, thinking like, yeah, wow, this is this is a good game, but like I don't want to play this game. Like I don't get yeah. that same like w- with Uncharted. Uncharted, it's got that liveliness to it where. You know, there's kind of there's similar shit that goes on, but you're like, this is fun. Yeah. And you want to play something like Uncharted. <laughs> you know, Last of Us was an experience, and then like I was cool, and then they go they announce that sequel, and I'm like, oh man, I really don't want to feel like doing that again. <laughs> I just really don't, you yeah. know. Like, I don't know why. It's just very depressing, and I don't want to. I'm just in a point where like, you know, I'm sure there'll be other games like that that I'll want to play again. But having already experienced like a slice of Last of Us, I just right now still I'm just like. Mm. Yeah, like when's that come, when the second one come out? Like May or something? I think so. Yeah. So yeah, the series. I kind of feel the same way. I hope it's really good. Like I mean, I guess there there are some definite like character like uh, act, acting like if roles if they cast certain roles the way I would like I I'll check it out. But I don't know if I'd be like that that big on it. Yeah. Um. But more you know more kudos to it. I mean I think it, it was a great fucking story. Yeah. So and there's well, a lot of people um, that didn't play the game. So you know I think they'll dig this. Be, just be prepared to get punched in the gut every so often. <laughs> the you know what the quiet place kind of reminds me of Last of Us. Yeah, just the look of it. I don't I don't know what the story is about. Um, you know what John Krasinski should play the fucking Joel. Is that his name, Joel? He could with a beard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he could. Right, fucking white guy with a beard, dude. Who's it? Uh, Rain Wilson, Dwight. Have you seen him with a beard? He should play it just because he has a beard. That's I feel like everybody that's cat like that like oh I, I think this person should play it. It's just. You you just saw him with the beard. I want to see that guy. Nick Offerman. Nick Offerman should be playing playing him. Uh, he's in a different role. He's. Have you seen his new role? No. In it's called Debs. Uh-huh. Um, it's on FX and Hulu. It's uh, so basically the the story is kind of like this girl goes ends up working for this company like a tech company. Um, her hus- her boyfriend also works there, but he's disappeared. So she believes. <laughs> I think you say, but he's disabled. No. She believes he's been killed. Like, she thinks he's dead. Uh-huh. Uh, and he, she thinks someone in the company did it. So she kind of goes in there. And, like, Nick Offerman is, like, the genius, that the, 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 the head of the company. So he's, like, this guy that's equal parts, like, fucking brilliant. But also there's parts of him that seem, like, almost sociopathic. So, yeah, yeah. And I was, like, fuck, using him is a great... Fu-. I was, like, wow. Does I he play, think- like, like that stoic character like he does in Yeah. <laughs> it's, he's got that father, like, I've heard reviews saying he's got that, like, father, <clears throat> fatherly... Um, vibe to him that you know you're like oh you want to listen to him but at the same time you don't know <laughs> like whatever you don't know <laughs> yeah so it's actually uh i want to i haven't seen it yet but i'm interested in checking it's it out it's on hulu netflix uh, or netflix? fx but hulu 
Rain Wilson is a guy that I really hope eventually gets a role that yeah. lets him be big again because he's talented. I like yeah. him. I've, yeah. and, he's a, and actually, when you listen to like like uh, I've heard some podcasts with him, he's a good dude. Yeah, he's fucking cool. He's not a bad guy. Yeah, I w- I'll say this much. And he's gone on record as saying his movie. Remember the rocker? Yeah, I was gonna say the rocker is one of the biggest bombs in history. Mm-hmm. And he's like, and they're like, no, it can't be that bad. And he's like, no, 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 you don't understand. It is per per like per studio per uh, theater. The amount money is like it's it's the biggest bomb. Yeah. And he was like so bummed when that happened. But like I've seen that movie, and I think it's developed a little bit of a cult following. Okay. Like since then, I think it's funny. It isn't fucking like great, but there's moments in that movie that are so ridiculous and funny. That I, it's a movie that I, I still enjoy. Yeah, see, I, I never saw it. I remember. I think I worked in the theater when I, when that stuck, when that came out, or maybe not. I don't know. Whatever. Uh, the trailer for it, it, it didn't, it didn't look good. I was just like, man, that sucks. Yeah. It doesn't look good. And then fucking nobody watched it, so I was kind of right. No sé qué pasó con eso. I liked it. I'll check it out again. Though. There's a lot of like, it's just funny, like the whole story behind it. And there's just some stupid, like the, he gets kicked out of his band, uh-huh. right? They're called Vesuvius. And, uh, but it's like, it's funny. Cause it's like, it's, it's Fred Armisen is in the band. Uh, uh Bradley Cooper. I think Fred Armisen's a really good drummer. You know that? Yeah. That's yeah. I've name. seen him. Uh, Bradley Cooper. I forget someone else is in it too. And they basically give him the boot and then like, Oh man, like he, he, so he like, he basically gets all fucking depressed and shit. And he goes to just like, He's just working this stupid job. But it's funny, like, when they go back to uh, to him. Uh, you know who else is in it? Is, uh, what's his name? Uh, Josh Gad's uh, in it, no? Josh Gad's in it. Um, yeah, he plays his nephew. Uh, from... <sighs> the Rock? No, from uh, Parks and Rec. Amy Poehler? H- Human Giant. Uh, uh, Aziz? Yeah, Aziz is in it. He's in oh, the really? movie, too, yeah. Oh, okay. Um... But, like, there's a, yeah, there's a bunch of people, like, in that movie. But, like, when they go back and he, like, actually meets up with the band again, they all have fucking British accents. <laughs> He's just, like, they're from the same area. It's just so stupid. But, like, early on, they kick him out of the band and uh, and he chases them. And it's such a fucking... It's just so weird because it's such a cartoonish... Like, like they're in the van and they're driving away. Yeah. And he's fucking running after them. And he catches up. So it's just stupid. It's just so... Oh, yeah. I remember it's like a horror movie kind of like... <laughs> he gets on the thing and they're screaming. And they hit the brakes and he fucking falls off. And he's in the middle of the road. He's like, is he dead? Oh, my God. Is he dead? And he does the fucking Michael Myers <laughs> Undertaker sort up. And he still has, like, uh, mascara on. So he just... <laughs> it's so fucking dumb. Uh, it's it's just a funny. It's there's a lot of it that's it's a funny movie. There's, it doesn't all always like hit. But yeah, it's definitely not worthy of being the biggest bomb. Yeah, but no, he's a he's a talented dude. Um, no, like I hope that movie does really well. Uh, I mean, I hope that not that movie. I hope the it's series just, yeah. does you know does well and you know hopefully it is. But like I just know that for me, like I'm not looking for anything like that right now. Yeah. You watching anything new right now? Um. So I watched, uh, I, I did watch, uh, I started to watch the first two episodes of Dave. It's oh, yeah. the, uh, oh, it's two episodes already? Yeah, they, I think they, they premiered with two episodes. Oh, okay. Uh, I don't know, like for those that don't know who, like Little Dicky is this, this uh, hip-hop white artist. A rapper. Uh, or, or rapper, the, the white rapper. Check out, check out white his, Jewish rapper. Check out his song, Bruh, on his album. It was really fucking good. What was the one he did with, what's his name? Uh, with uh, Chris Brown? No, he said, "Want to say the N word?" It's kind of we, weird. We're we gonna we gonna make this money, or we gonna save that money? Oh, save the money. Yeah, Who's Fetty Wap. Yeah, yeah, with Fetty Wap. Yeah. like that's how I first heard of him. And you know, like I don't listen to his music because I don't have big on listening to any really yeah. like. 
hip hop. But I remember hearing that one and being like, "It's not that bad," you know. Yeah. And uh, the show's really—it's—it's it's basically following him, like his real name's Dave, um, as he's trying to build his rap career as as a little dicky, um, and I just basically like like trying to be a rapper while still like doing like living life and yeah. stuff like that. And <clears throat> it's very very. Uh, like, I know it's kind of fun to say this, but I remember when uh, Jamie Kennedy kind of did something like that. The, um, shit, what was it called? Most, not most wanted. Is it? Yeah. He was the rapper, the white rapper. Yeah. He was actually, he's like, try, I think it was called like blowing up or something like that with Jamie Kennedy. It was him and, and, and some other guy. It was a reality show. Oh, really. okay. This yeah. isn't a reality show. This is more just a scripted, uh, uh, uh show. Yeah. Like, just like, I almost want to say it's almost like sort of like. Like a curb your enthusiasm with Larry David, where it's mm-hmm. like a fictional version of of himself, of yeah, yeah doing this. Um, and uh, yeah, first two episodes, I thought it was really funny. Like, uh, and the first episode, they kind of introduce him and then just do everything. And like in, in the second in the second episode, and just <laughs> like there's just like he's getting a name for himself out there. And like the first two episodes, he's trying to get this. He's trying to get a song with YG, <laughs> and so there's this whole thing about that. But like at one point in the second. Um, in the second uh, episode, they're just kind of like, oh, yeah, you know, you got, uh, you know, this little boy, uh, his his girlfriend is a teacher, and a little boy at the school died, dies. So they're like, oh, they're going to do a memorial for this little boy. And then, like, somehow the parents are like, oh, you were one of his f- most favorite rappers, and we'd love it if you would do a, a, a performance at his yeah. memorial. So then, like, for most of the episode, he's freaking out because he doesn't know what to perform like yeah. most of the music it's not suitable for, yeah. it's not suitable for a, like a funeral slash memorial <laughs> so they like he tries to make a song <laughs> so he's so, so over the studio trying to make a song and it's like I forgot the lyric exactly but he's like oh we're gonna hang out except you're dead <laughs> he doesn't know what to do and they're like yeah you're one of his favorite rappers you yeah you were his you Macklemore and then like a couple of other ones and then like I just know like at the very end like He's about to go out and perform. He's, he's like fucking nervous as shit. And then all of a sudden, like Macklemore is there. <laughs> and it just, like the real Macklemore. And then yeah. like they come to us like, hey, you know, uh, you know, so Macklemore's going to go ahead and do a couple of songs. The dad's like, you know, it's Macklemore, you know, we only have time for one. He's like, huh? Oh, oh, okay. Like he's bum. Yeah. But more confused. Kind of relieved, yeah. And then they're like, Macklemore, how much time do you have? And like Macklemore's playing like a fucking, like a dude. I don't know if he's a douche or not. Yeah. He's never come off as a douche to me, but yeah. he plays a douche where he's like, whatever time you need, I got plenty of hits. Like, <laughs> <laughs> so he like walks up and takes them like, hey, he goes like that to him. He's like, hey, you know, oh, um, you know, hey, you know, uh, you know, thank you. He's like, uh, you the sound engineer? And he's like, what? No. He's like, yeah, just make sure my shit bumps, dude. And then <laughs> he just goes out there and just told me to fucking asshole. I just thought it was, it was really funny. Yeah. So, yeah. uh, watching that and then, um, I think that's it really for for new shows that I've been that I've been watching. That's it for me. that I brought up to you I wanted to uh, ask you 
growing up, we all have like a certain movie that we that we love mm-hmm. that we, like it might not be good. Uh, just more than likely not gonna be good because mm-hmm. we were kids and we're fucking dumb. Uh, what movie did you watch over and over when you were when you were growing up, or even just a favorite movie that you had growing up? Uh, this movie popped up recently, and I remember watching it and thinking, I still I still fucking like it. And it was um, as a kid, I loved it. Uh, Monster Patrol. What? Do you remember Monster Patrol? No. So Monster Patrol was basically uh, Universal. It was, I think it was a Universal movie. You're, it was it was uh, these kids that believed in like monsters, small group of young kids, and they're. Uh, and in this movie, somehow, Dracula, uh, Frankenstein, the creature from the Black Lagoon, and the mummy all come back alive. And these kids basically band together to, like, stop. Oh, Wolfman. Uh-huh. They all band together to stop him. It's such a weird movie and, like, a movie that you just... Uh, there's actually... And there's a game that's almost like that, too. I think it's Monster Party. Wait, Monster the, Squad? Oh, Monster Squad. That's okay. what it is. Yeah, yeah, Monster Squad. I'd say Monster Patrol. <clears throat> What is the one on the... What's the game called? Monster Party, maybe. Or maybe that's Monster, Monster Patrol. I'm not sure. But there's an NES game that kind of had the similar thing to it. But, yeah, Monster Monster Squad is what it is. Um, I loved that as a kid. And then, like, recently on streaming, it was there. So I remember just throwing it on one day and... Monster Party, okay. Okay. But throwing Monster Squad on again and just watching it. And I still fucking like it. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's a cult classic. It's gotten to, like, that cult thing. But yeah. I still really think it. There's just one scene where it's just, like... It's so it's like like people that like this movie know will all know this scene. Where the scene where it's like a wolfman's there and there's like like the wolfman jumps out and he's about to get him, he's like, kick him in the nards. <laughs> he's like, oh and they kicks him and it actually hurts and they're like, Oh my god, the wolfman has nards. It's so silly, but I still remember that. I just like it's still funny to me. <laughs> like the whole idea of the movie. Uh but no, yeah, I that's one of those movies like like going back that I still like I liked it back in the day and I I still like I still like now. Yeah. It's just kind of one of those random ones. Cool. I never heard of that. I gotta check that out. You? <clears throat> uh, you ever watched Thrashing? Oh, I never did. I've heard the of it. The skateboarding though. movie. Uh, it's with Josh Brolin. <clears throat> it's it's around the same time that The Goonies came out. Uh, but it's better than The Goonies. <laughs> it's not. But uh, I remember, dude, I watched the shit out of like, that, that movie. Uh, it's like Romeo and Juliet, but uh, without the tragic ending and stuff. It's like... And skateboards? Yeah, with skateboards. Like a modern take in the 80s, modern. It was modern back then. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's just like one side with like kids from the valley, and the other side's like kids from uh, Venice, somewhere in the beach, beach area. So it was kind of like rivals. There were rivals. And uh, the soundtrack for it is really good. It's got like Devo and <laughs> a bunch of other, other bands. Uh, Red Hot Chili Peppers performed that, hmm. that's that, that a movie. Uh, but yeah, that's that's something that got me into like skateboarding and stuff growing up and I kind of fell off and then Tony Hawk came out and that's when I started getting more into skateboarding but uh, that's one of them but my number one is Breakin you ever watch Breakin? I've seen parts of it I've never yeah. actually watched the whole thing it's not good but the <laughs> dancing and the soundtrack it's really good it's fucking fantastic good, yeah. uh, that's 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 the movie I credit to giving me the rhythm that I have for dancing <laughs> Cause I would watch it over and over, and then there was a, another like a companion tape that came out there that taught you all the moves and stuff, like do waves and like backspins. I could do backspins, backspins, but not windmills because they're fucking they, they require a lot of upper body strength. But uh, breaking was my shit growing up, and like I I remember even in high school, like I would I would watch it just over and over, and it's like I never got tired of it. That's uh, if if 
I don't think it's on any streaming sites, but... I, I think, too, another movie just to throw it out there that I remember liking a lot, and it was also one of the first movies at the time that kind of broke through the... Because you remember, like, when movies would come out in the beginning, um, like, when they were, when they would release mm-hmm. on home video, it, they were almost all... Like, no movies were for sale, like, at first. Like, you could buy movies, but they were always... They had already been out for a very long time. Like, you could rent them for a long time, and then you could buy certain movies. But, like... How it used to work rental-wise was, like, movies when they were first released were, like, $60. What? So the only way you could, like, that's why rental, like, Blockbuster or, like, rental places, like, uh, um, retail like spots would pay those pay those prices because they would be renting these movies out. Make that money back. So they'd make quick. it back. So yeah. that's what it used to be like. Oh, shit, I didn't know that. So, yeah, that's how it used to be. Like, movies would be, like, $60 and, you know, or, or even uh, more. Actually, it was probably, like, in the hundreds because you'd get your money back. So to actually <clears> purchase a movie... Like, there were places you could go to and purchase a, a movie like that, but it would cost you that much money. Shit. Um, around, God, what year? I can't even remember the year that came out, but I'm sure someone knows it. If, I'm sure if I wasn't lazy, I'd look it up. Um, one year, one, I think it was Christmas one year, uh, Batman, the Tim Burton. Tim Burton, yeah. Yeah, For it sure. came out, and it, 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 it was one of the first movies to ever, like, it released its release date. Coincided with the rental date, and it sold for a low price, and it was the Wait, so first. So it was it was out on theater and then home video after theater. Date, when it oh, went to home okay. video, it came out on home video, but also retail. Oh, okay. Because most retail, like you couldn't go to, you couldn't go to Best Buy to buy a new release movie. Yeah. Like back in the day. Oh wow. You just couldn't. There, you, there were places because they were. Well, I mean, there wasn't a Best Buy. But you couldn't even go to like Target. Like you couldn't go to places like that and get a new release movie. You could only rent it. And then some rental places would sell their copies, but you would have to pay. Like almost. Yeah, price. you pay what they pay. <clears throat> um, so, you know, there was only certain locations where you could actually like order movies from it, but you'd have to pay that price. Yeah. Uh, Batman was one of the first movies, I believe, one of the the first like the first big movie that released that you could buy cheap for a decent price, you know, and sold to all locations. And I think after that, that's when things started to change. Like a lot of movies after that, after they saw like, because it sold really well. Yeah. Remember that was like my Christmas gift uh, when year oh, with <laughs> Batman and uh, Who Framed Roger Rabbit. All right. And I, and I, I like that movie too, but Batman is a movie that, you know, it's not even a bad movie. It's, it's still good, but I mean, I mean, people are hit and miss on Tim Burton, but like the original Batman, the Michael Keaton, the first one, I can watch that anytime. Yeah. I, lo- I still love that movie. I haven't seen it in forever. I, I got annoyed by that dude that played the, detec- the detective, chubby dude. Knox even talk like this and it just sounded really like he's like Batman or whoever the fuck is like really far away hey what are you doing up there and he responds like why are you fucking responding he can't hear you <laughs> but yeah that's one of my uh, that's it that's the one I think cool um also uh in high school that's when I feel like most of us have like that that album or that type of music that you listen to that you still listen to like for me I still listen to like a lot of the same shit that I listened to in high school mm-hmm. uh, for you what like album or albums like really do you still listen to that you still enjoy I mean for me it's corn you know just free down <laughs> the leash but. Hey, in 1999 <laughs> you, there was very few people that could actually fucking honestly be like I don't like corn in 99 they no, were in the shit dude Limp Bizkit I like Limp Bizkit more I did, than corn there was in 99 like I'll be admit there were some songs I actually liked I think I liked corn more than I did Limp Bizkit yeah, but real quickly I also I also um, realized like I would see interviews with um, 
the lead singer of Corn. Actually, I saw the lead singers of both, and I would realize like really quickly, even though I liked them, I was like, these guys seem like fucking assholes. Yeah, like, I don't like them. And real quickly, and then it changed. Like my my mentality on them changed, and I stopped liking that. But like in '99, everyone was into like oh, that yeah. new metal and buying. A you fucking, can't say you didn't like at least some songs yeah, by yeah. them. Buying a red Yankees hat. I never bought one, but I, I think Freak one. on a Leash is still a fucking decent song. Yeah, um, there's a, and he still has a few songs. You that know I what song they they did is really fucking good. Which one? Their cover of uh, Cameo's Word. <laughs> you're gonna say that. <laughs> no, it's fucking terrible. Um, I, you know, the, I actually, I've always liked his, the unplugged uh, version he did with the girl from Evanescence. Evan, Evanescence? Honor, I don't know. He did Freaking Alicia. Like, yeah. It was actually pretty good. Um, but for me, uh, the very first, I remember getting a CD player. It was before even, it was before high school. Like in junior, I remember getting a CD player. It was my first CD player. I was really stoked. And then like I got the Doggy Style album. Oh, yeah. Like, my sister and my brother-in-law were really cool. Yeah. And I was probably, like, at an age where it was like, you probably shouldn't have got that for him. <laughs> I was too young, but they got it for me, and I was like... Does that, one, was a- does that one have, like, sex noises, like uh, like The Chronic? No, it does. Uh, I don't think it does. Not like that. I uh, mean, it's still fucking really explicit. Yeah, like, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. But, like, it didn't have that. But I remember they got me that one, and what was the other one? I think they also got me the Warren G... The Warren G CD, yeah, the very the original the one. The first one, yeah. No, no, no. You know, I'm trying to think. What was it? Maybe they got me the uh, Above the Rim soundtrack that had the regulators on. Oh, it. okay. Uh, that's what, dude. That's crazy. Those soundtracks were good back then. Yeah, yeah, they really were. They they were they were that 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 soundtrack itself was really dope. Um, but like, so Doggy Style is one of those albums that I can always listen to. Like, there's a lot of songs. It's a really good fucking album. Yeah, like it's really good. Um, I can always listen to that one. That's one. Actually, and then like I was saying, like the Warren, the the original the Warren G album, that one's really fucking like this DJ to me is still yeah. one of those fucking that when it starts, it's so fucking like when it hits that bass hits in the beginning and it just starts. That's such a fucking great song. Which house I can go? listen to that song all the fucking time. It's kind of easy when you listen to the mm-hmm. G Dub sound. That beginning like that, and they're like, fuck, it's really really yeah. good song. See, I don't like I don't like like a lot of West Coast rap, like gangster rap, because I I'm not I don't fucking relate to any of that mm-hmm. shit. But uh, albums like those and uh, that one, the Warren G one. Warren G really Style. wasn't like Warren G. Remember Warren G changed it a little bit. He yeah. didn't really call his gangster rap. It was G funk. G funk, yeah. And I love that. What yeah. Warren G did was always a little. It didn't. Yeah, it, didn't was, it was feel like, like hardcore gangster. Yeah, like another one that's like perfect for me. Like even though some of the, DJ Quick, the first couple albums were a little gangster, but like after yeah, was it uh, more Safe like party and Sound? Albums. After Safe and Sound, that's when he got like more party. And like that's when I fucking love that shit. Yeah, but um. Yeah, like like hip hop, like gangster rap. I really like the, I don't even. Know what you mean by, but I am. Shut the fuck up, bitch! <laughs> I didn't tell you anything. <laughs> Sorry, um, but yeah, I just like I can't really like the chronic. Even like I'm just like whatever about it because he talk about killing people and I'm just like yeah. He um, wasn't a killer like a lot of these yeah, guys were, you know. Bitch. Like, I mean, it's still one of the better diss diss tracks. Uh, the one he did to uh, Easy like on that one. So. Easy or. Uh, or, uh, Dre Day, isn't it? Dre Day, is that what it's called? Is it that one? Or is it Uncle Luke? Did it, was it the same one? Where you were. Uncle Luke, no? He was talking shit to Uncle Luke. That, that, was that the same one? I think song? the same one, yeah. Okay, I wasn't sure if there was two of them. That's a dope fucking yeah, track. But, like, I mean, but I like yeah, it. like, a lot of what, what, what he was doing, the whole gangster, it, just, it was never his thing. Yeah. And, and like, I liked the Chronic album. It was okay. But, honestly, it's not one that I go ever really go back to. 2001 I go back to 2001, so yeah. yeah. 2001 is great, but that's, again, now it changed more into more of a party. Yeah. Like, 
It wasn't so much about being gangster. All was, these ear and all these hoes and here's somebody. <laughs> that's a that yeah, and it and it changed up, but like yeah, like and even like with Snoop, I really dug the the doggy style the doggy style album, but like the follow up that went after that he did in Death Row. <laughs> I forgot what it was called. The Dogfather. I didn't care for that. Dogfather is the one he's in like the back black background. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I didn't care for that, yeah. and that was like again super gang. Like that one was more gangster than the one after he came back from No Limit. That one was like I remember that, liking that one more. I can't remember the name of it. Uh, there's one. Uh, there's the first one he did with No Limit, which was the uh, paid the cost to be the boss. Yeah. And then the one right after was the one where he got back with. It was still a no. He was called No Limit Top Dog. It was still a no limit thing, but he went back to working with like he worked with with Dre, and he worked with like uh, Exhibit and a bunch of those guys. That, that fucking though. album is great. Yeah, it it's underrated. Because then I think after that one is when he did the. Uh, like when he did the whole, we started working with Pharrell and shit like that. Yeah, yeah. that that Top Dog album. <laughs> oh yeah, that's really yeah. fucking good. He has that song where like, and it's really it wasn't even marketed as a single, but he gets back and he does a song with a uh, with Dre on that. I think it's called Just Dippin', and I like that song a uh, lot. It's a dope song. Yeah, uh, but, it's funny. Uh, like I was saying that I don't relate to like a lot of the gangster rap, but like I was thinking about Exhibit and like that fucking Restless album was really fucking good. Yeah, even though I mean, he's, I mean some party shit, but also talking about killing people. <laughs> yeah, Exhibit's first couple few albums were. were were pretty good. Yeah. He's got some. Exit was always a guy that could like. He had like two or three albums that were yeah. really solid. Like that first one, the with paparazzi. Yeah, that's on paparazzi. I liked. Uh, Restless, like most of the album, I really enjoyed. The follow up to Restless, that album after was really good too. Choke me, spank me, pull my hair. There's some other really Choke good songs on that. I remember that one, but there's some other yeah. really good songs. I mean, that that's that part of that song is silly, but that fucking song is actually pretty good. And then there was even an album he did after that was that wasn't bad either. Really? Yeah, he was working. I forget what. what the, the, was, was he already doing Pin My Ride? So, huh? Was he doing all Pin My Ride? I think he was already doing that. Yeah, <laughs> dude. Oh man, I laugh at this so, so much every once in a while. I'll see. You know how Exhibit was when he was promoting. I think he was promoting Pin My Ride, and he's just taking like a b- bunch of promotional pictures. Right? There's like a blue background around him, and he's just sitting like normal. And then <laughs> on the table, somebody somebody photoshopped the Russian uh, those Russian dolls that Nessie dolls? Open up. Yeah, Russian nesting dolls. And he's like, <laughs> he's standing like he's in front of it, like he's presenting it, and that fucking <laughs> makes me laugh so much. He like he looks so proud of it too. I um, yeah, people give him shit for that, but like fuck that man. Like good, yeah, good for him for making money. some money off of that shit. Yeah. You know? Because I remember at one point he even talked about thinking like he he got bummed at one point because he thought he was gonna be like like invited into like um aftermath and all that stuff and like working because he'd been working with dre for a little bit and yeah. it didn't happen that stuff that happened um yeah i'm just trying to think any other albums like i i you know like those those were a couple albums that i really like i, I know i dug a lot in the beginning um i i lean towards the west coast but i i, I remember like in high school i started definitely listening i i branched out and listened to a lot of east coast yeah and especially after high school i started to really really get into east coast um yeah. Uh, rap and stuff like that, and um, I still li- I still listen to a lot of it to this day. Yeah, you know, I especially like Wu Tang. Old Wu Tang was fucking yeah. really really good. Um, you know, and some of the 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 solo albums that a lot of those members did, solid, really really yeah. good shit. Um, you know, <clears throat> what's your? Here, I'm gonna ask you questions. We're talking about music, and this is this is probably like for you high school. Yeah, this is definitely even before high school for you. Like, what's your take on Eminem now? Like, I've always I've, I talk a lot of shit about Eminem. His early shit is like I fucking really love. Up until, was it the Eminem show? Yeah. Anything after that, fucking, it's terrible. Even Eminem shows, like, kind of like whatever. But uh, I really enjoyed like the first couple albums, Encore, 
And then after that, it's just like, okay. So like, I, shit like that. You have his first one, like the debut one. Then he had the the. Uh, I never meant to give you mushrooms, girl. I never meant to bring you to my world. What was the one after it? Was it the the Marshall Mathers LP? It's Marshall or was Mathers, it? Okay. Yeah. Then Stan got fucking played out, but I liked it when. So the Marshall Mathers out. LP is a fucking classic to mm-hmm. me. It's a bona fide classic. After the Marshall Mathers LP, it was the, was it the Eminem show then? Eminem show, I think. Then encore. An encore, okay. Mm. Encore was the one after that he retired for a while, right? Yeah. Encore, uh, Eminem show, I think is pretty... I liked Eminem show. I think Eminem show is pretty good. He, he was definitely getting more quirky with the stuff. Encore is a weird one. Again, I, I never heard the story like where he basically was like, I was so pilled out during the making of Encore that it, you know, he's like, I don't even fucking know half of the shit I did. But I also thought Encore was one of his funniest fucking albums. Yeah. Like, it, the yeah, they weren't strong. But there was some funny and just yeah. weird stuff. Like, I think one song's called A Big Weenie. You're just a big, yeah, weenie. big weenie. And it just seemed... And it was teeny, really tiny, cre- little, round, hiney. Yeah. Really creative. Yeah, yeah. Like, I, he probably was drugged out. And I could see how people... Like, if you're looking for a straight up, like... Like, a, like it's definitely, like, the opposite of what the Marshall Mathers LP was. Oh, yeah. But it was really entertained by it. Yeah. Um, was it Encore? Or was... Yeah, Encore had the fucking uh, Mosh, right? Is that what it's called? Yeah. N- yeah. Tito Ortiz killed that fucking song. Yes. It was a good song, though. <laughs> I like it. It was a good fucking song. The, yeah. But, uh, yeah, Encore, the Encore album was one of those weird ones. I Here's my take. Like, up to the, I can I can listen to any of the stuff he does up to Encore. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> Post-Encore, I still think he can rap. Like, yeah. he's he's good. Yeah, like, he did that diss. Uh, who, who did he diss? Drake, was it? I don't know what the fuck he was dissing. Oh, no. MGK? MGK. Yeah. That was... That was he can still rap. He can tell. Yeah, he, he came out and fucking... But he definitely, like, now, like, his... Cho- like, for the beats and stuff, like, he's just... He's catering to what the new people, like, yeah. the kids want. Which is fine. I get it, but none of the stuff, like, lately... Like, he released, like, he surprised released that last album. I listened to it, and there was, like, two songs on there that I, like, thought were okay. Everything else is just like, yeah, I don't care. Yeah. I feel the same way. So I don't hate on him, but I mean, yeah. I, I think he was really good. He had his time. I mean, fucking people still like him. I mean, I, for me, I, I really don't care about him yeah. anymore, like his music now. But for the first couple albums that he had, were fucking great. His remix to "Dead Wrong," is oh, like, it's it, really that's good. Like yeah, one of my favorite verses ever. I fucking yeah. recite that shit honestly, like once a week. It's really, really good. I remember. Yeah, yeah. Like, uh, that, and then there's another one he did. Remember sound bombing? You got me into mm-hmm. sound bombing. A lot yeah, of the, the shit, the music that I used to listen to, I fucking was all ruckus. The ruckus yeah, the ru- they were ruckus. fucking great. Uh, he had a song. Fuck, what's the name of it? Any man. We'll have to go into like the 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 history of ruckus because like that whole era yeah. had so many guys Oof. that who even now are like pioneers, even though they didn't make a shit ton of money. They're guys who, as they're, they've gotten older, but they're still so fucking well respected. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah, Taleb Kweli. Most, uh, deaf, most deaf, uh, Fairmont, yeah, yeah, like there's these, all these guys that be like, like even though they're not huge, like hip hop heads know who the fuck they yeah. are. You know, what I mean, they're yeah. really, really good. Yeah, so I think Sound Bombing Two. Uh, there's a song called Any Man. Mm-hmm. Any Man, because any man who would drive in front of a minivan for ten grand is probably. I think I remember that song. Yeah. Whatever. That that's a fucking really good song. Um, lyricist Lounge shit. Remember the, that? Yeah, all the lyricist Lounge stuff was fucking dope. Uh. That's where we got Oh No, the mo- was it Most Deaf <laughs> with, uh, with uh, no, Nate Dog? Was it who else was in that one? Oh was, No. But who? it wasn't just Most Deaf, wasn't it? It was Most else. Deaf. Is was it Tash? No, was it Tolay? Oh, was it Fairmont? Fair Maybe it was, it was Fairmont, I think it was. Uh, yeah, because that's when he goes, uh, he goes, 
Uh, pass more essays than motorcade police parades through East L.A. Faramach is so fucking badass. Yeah. Fuck yeah. I remember he did a follow-up out, like an album, like after the, that first one, the age like that, and I remember it was really fucking good. <laughs> the too. album cover for that first one so dope. But, uh, what, sorry, I'm going to cut you no, off. No, he just he did a CD. I remember his follow-up album after that. that one after he, the I, Simon Says? Yeah, they was really fuck. It was good too. Yeah. It's just different, but it was like fuck. This he's really really good. I I'll still to this day listen to even though it was a commercial song. The the one he did for the training day album is such a remember the uh, fuck yeah. you. Yeah. It's a fucking bad song. Hard to find too. You can't. I, I don't think it's on streaming sites. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, it's, it's a, a really lot of good song. Yeah. I wonder, it's probably just a fucking up against just like how like De La Soul like Tommy Boy against him. Fuck you. Fuck you. Yeah. Yeah, that's fucking good, good shit. Uh, was that it? Yeah, I'm good. Yeah. Uh, for me, I got a couple of them. I got two of them, really. Um, one of them, I don't, I don't know if I, I was in high school. Uh, you remember? I mean, you, of course you do. Uh, Scarface is the fix. Yep, that's one of the best albums. I feel like of of uh, probably his, close to his best album. Oh yeah, yeah it was I, it was a I think in like even at the time it was rated really really highly. It was. I was about to bring that up. Uh, it was like one of the first albums to. To have uh, five mics on the source out of five mics. I think you got the double XL too. Uh, oh, really? X, double XL, yeah. But that's like when five mics was like Big rare deal. for for uh, the source. And then like Benzino told some dude to give him five yeah. five mics. So Benzino, he came out with an album. He was in a he was in a good rapper. He uh, he got one of his boys uh, to to uh, <laughs> yeah, rate him five rise five mics in his. For his album, but didn't he own they, the source or something? Yeah, he was part owner of the source. What yeah. really, what really hit the fan after that? Even people laughed at that. Yeah, like, it was like everyone was like, shit. "Come on, dude!" Imagine no one really gave a big shit about it. But it wasn't until they started fucking uh, uh, giving like like uh, dis not disregarding, but like really downplaying how good Eminem was. You know, like, oh, and then yeah, they yeah. started the beef, and that's really yeah. when it got big to where like All right, you know because it was so much the. Bias. Yeah, his his best friend Menzino's like friend or his his co- the co-founder was the the other I think it's something Mays or David Mays something like that. And he was the one everyone would always like, "Hey, he made him give him the fucking stars." <laughs> and and then they started doing these whole these there would be like entire fucking ep, uh, uh articles in the source about how Eminem was doing this to rap or he's just and it just was so out of like you could tell it was a fucking attack. Yeah. And it was just so like I I don't think they ever really recovered after that. Uh-uh. Dude, I'm, I would I would buy like Source magazine so much, like yeah. all the, every every month it would letter. It really out. killed their credibility when they started yeah. going through all that shit, and then it started bringing like they they being brought up like yeah, dude, and then like how other rappers, they wouldn't even admit it, but like they were like yeah, like like to get that good review, he he was even going so far as I had heard he was so going so far as to like hey, uh, do a guest drop on my fucking on my album or let me just do something together, and then yeah, like. Yeah. You know, you get a great review, or you know, I promise, you know, this you'll get good coverage, and it was just like, you know, even though, I remember there was interviews with people where they wouldn't even want to like, like, like hip hop stars would like they they'd ask them be asked about them, and they would just kind of like laugh and they're just like, <laughs> ah, I don't want to say anything, you know? Yeah. Um, what was it? Oh, dude, I remember at Source Magazine like how thick it was and how full of ads it was. Remember that? Yeah. It was a like lot, I, I want to go. Know, that was a lot of magazines back in the day. Yeah. Do you remember? Did you ever listen? That, but I think that one the most out of all because I would get like video game magazines. They didn't have a lot. Old but... electronic gaming monthlies were fucking ridiculous. They really? used to be just that thick. At some point, and I just was reading on a, and I remember this because I remember when they brought up on Retronauts, they brought up at one point they streamlined the magazine and took a lot of the ads out and they were like, a lot of people were like, then it became readable again. Like it was oh, like, really? oh, 
it's a good magazine. Like, look, yeah. and they're like, oh, it, it, it got better. Yeah, like, but, I'm pretty sure I have an old source magazine somewhere in my house. I want to, like, rip out all the ads, see how much actual content. Yeah, it was crazy how much what they would sell. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, The Fix, like, for me, I still, like, I haven't listened to it in a while, but I, I still listen to it, and it's, I, I still enjoy it so much. Like, that first uh, first uh, song that leads into um, my my block, mm-hmm. that song, I, I love that, the the piano leading into mm-hmm. into my block. It's so good. And the, the beat for the, for my block is so guess good. Who's biz- guess Who's Back is one of the fucking best songs, like, on that but album. Jay-Z, like, I'm not a big Jay-Z fan, but that fucking song, like, it's so fucking good. Mm-hmm. Like, the, the beginning had... But uh, there is one song that is really good, but also really shitty. Uh, In between us, the one with Nas, remember that? Oh, that's like the time that Jay Z and Nas had that beef, and he put them in the same album, which was kind of like that's pretty cool seeing that. But um, there's uh, in between us, there's a uh, a girl singing in that, and she's like, she does that. You remember that? No, I don't. It's so fucking. I'll play real quick because it's so it's so fucking annoying. I'll just forward it real quick. Oh, I know. That. That. I was like, this is a shitty fucking song because of that. Like the rest of the song is good. The beat and everything is really good. Yeah, but that. I don't know. I wonder what like Scarface is thinking. Like, hey. Good job on that. I really like that. I Unless he was like probably banging her or something. Maybe. It's possible. <laughs> but um, I got that album and uh, N.E.R.D.'s first album, In Search Of. The original version that before they came out, like did the actual live mm-hmm. live album, like live instruments. I've, I obsessed over that album so much. I listened to that back and forth so many times. I ended up preferring the live instrument one yeah. in the end. I really I, I was like you know like I really like yeah, the yeah. uh the the what they did with it before but I'm uh-huh. actually I think for them just in general it was a good move for them because more, they're well they were all they they were known for doing that type of music yeah. anyways in in their production and I was thinking like had they just gone with that I feel like it would have it wouldn't have been as as good but adding the live instrumentation yeah. really helped I think make Get them more mainstream, yeah. and also made, in they my were, opinion, made for a fucking phenomenal uh, 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 concert. Because I, yeah. I've, I saw them twice. Oh, really? I was able to see them two times. Oh shit! And um, yeah, first time was I think it was the very last hip hop show they ever did at Santa Barbara Bowl. Oh, really? It was called the Sprite Liquid Mix Tour. It was uh, the Roots, NERD. Damn. There's a bunch of other people. I ended up getting there late, so I only caught the tail end uh, of the Roots. Uh, but I got to, I got to see a little bit of the Roots, and then NERD. Yeah. Uh, they did their uh, they did their set. It was really really good. That was around the time when like Fronten had just come out too. Oh really? Yeah. Shit. So, um, and then the, I saw them when they did. Uh, uh, they I saw them again for the follow up album. The what's it called? Uh, sounds yeah, or something. No, seeing sounds. Not, yeah, not seeing. Is it seeing sounds? It's the one where she wants to move. Yeah, that one. I saw them for that one. And really? They were really good there too for that. Yeah. Um, hang on, let me see what it's called. It's, uh, fly or die. Ah, uh, fly or die. Okay. The sing sounds was after that, but okay. um, that for me, like I understand what you're saying, like about the instruments, and it it made them more of a band and not just a group, like how they. they I mean, it was the Neptunes mm-hmm. just added <laughs> uh, uh, Shay, mm-hmm. and like not it wasn't just Chad Hugo and uh, and uh, Pharrell, Pharrell. but um, the 
I listened to that so much that like it, it didn't that album didn't come out for like another year or two until like actually it, was, it, it took it a leak really long or something time. like, like they, that yeah it leaked or they had it on their website and somebody just ripped it mm-hmm. and I downloaded it from that from was the beginning Kazaa. of like yeah it's exactly that was the beginning of like like to being able to download albums yeah. so I, like a lot of people had it but like they never released it in the yeah. I think they released that version in the UK because like every once in a while I'll see it up pop up and it says the UK version so uh, I don't know like if they're used to listening to that that yeah. version. But um, one of my favorite song of theirs ever is "Run to the Sun," like the original yeah. version too. Like I, I still, I could still listen to the the. the I like both, version. but yeah. I, I know, and that's probably one of my favorite songs uh, of theirs too from yeah. that album. Um, but again, I ended up just preferring the, the, the instrument. instrumentation. Yeah. Actually, when you listen to the instrumentational version, there's not a whole lot it's of instrument to it. It's, it's, it's very drum, similar. The, the drums. It's very similar. There's, yeah. there's, it's closer in, in like some of the songs, when you add the instruments, it almost becomes a whole new song. Yeah. I mean, it's not, it still has the same form, yeah, but yeah. it changes it up. But like Rockstar was like, really like a lot more yeah. rock sounding. It wasn't like hip hop, like a synth uh, drum machine. I really like liked that. Thrasher. Do you remember that song? Thrasher, yeah. Yeah, it was a really fucking dope song. Um, but... The yeah, for me that album like I, I still listen to it. I fucking love it. Both both albums I, I still really enjoy. Um, I always felt like those were those were those were their the two strongest albums there. They fell off afterwards. Like to me, like they changed. Like things change. Yeah. And, like his musical stylings change. So yeah. I didn't care for what they did as much. But those first two albums yeah. are really strong. There's some songs that are like. Uh, there's a song called "You Know What" by by Nerd. That's fucking fantastic. It came out like. Two albums after Fly or Die, Seeing Sounds. I think in Seeing Sounds. What was out. that remix? What was the one? All the girls in the life the bathroom. bathroom. Spaz. I remember like that one. Yeah, it's good. The remix was really good too. The remember. one with the, there was a remix that was yeah. like, I really dug that one a lot. And like Kanye and a bunch of guys. Oh really? Yeah, it was really oh, dope. Shit. Uh, but for me, uh, because I I I was obsessed with that Neptune sound for such a long time that that original album sounded similar to it. That's why I fucking loved it so much, and I heard it so like. Before the whole thing actually they came out, the redumbered. Like at that time, like they they were basically they were pre what Kanye became. Because remember when everyone like it seemed like every song on the radio was fucking produced by Kanye. Real. Oh yeah. It, before, right before that, like in that like late nineties period, it was fucking everything was the Neptunes. Everything. Slave, like, nor every Spears fucking slave is still fucking a great song. Yeah. I still they did a like lot it. of good shit. Like they yeah. did beautiful, which is one oh, of Snoop's yeah. biggest fucking hits. Yeah. Um, Nori super fucking thug. Super like th- a lot yeah. of they did a lot. Of, like, they they were like, doing stuff like you you never really thought Nori would do. Like, they yeah. kind of like Nori is not the greatest fucking He's rapper, not. but with <laughs> their, with those beats, like they you know Kelly's was. Kelly, I, yeah. I feel like Kelly's owes a lot of her fucking career to them. <sighs> the especially in the beginning. That beat, fuck, dude. Like I obsessed yeah. over those beats so much. Like as a kid, like uh, the milkshake that. Um, uh, Super Thug and he had another song with with Nori the following album. It was Super Thug and another one I can't remember the name of it, but that was fucking. That was really fucking. Good. Yeah. Why? Well, hey, that's it, Joe. We did it. Yeah, we did it. Um, thank you for listening. Hey, but I got one last question for you. What's Are up? you gonna play that Final Fantasy VII uh, demo, the reboot? No, cause I got. I think I have to buy like fucking a pallet of a uh, of a. Uh, of um fucking Butterfingers, where the fuck? What is it? Paydays for me to play that <laughs> game. Play is that what it is? Okay. Yeah, I gotta buy a bunch of chocolates for me to actually even start the game. And get diabetes because of this fucking game. Oh, yeah. <laughs> anyway, that's it for us this week. Uh, I'm your co-host, kinda your host, Beto Sparza with Joe Ramirez. 
And we may not be as good as everyone else, but we kind of get the job done. I was trying to figure yeah, out how to say that. That's pretty close. Thank you. That's pretty it. Good. That's right. All right. Bye. The girl from Ipanema, but I would sing the girl from Iwo Jima. <laughs> All right, we're back, and uh, now it's time for news. News. Mm-hmm.